are proceeding into invade the fantastic world of keyboards, discussing lore, rules, strategies, decks, organized play, and of course, the Nordic Nordic Keyboard League. Gather your agents, get your Martian hounds on their leashes, and find your battle fleet. This is the Nordic Keyboards Podcast. Destroy them all. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, uh, I'm Mars. Oh, I'm, very I'm... well executed. Welcome, I'm everyone. Uh, what you just heard were the uh, the sweet Martian tones of uh, Mr. K-pop. Oh my goodness! And we also have uh, the captain, Jason. Hey, hey, you want to start again? Yeah, right. Hey, hey. Just, hey, just hey, need to recover from this. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I will uh, visit my dreams probably. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to be in for a good episode tonight, surely. Oh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> I still miss Mars. Yeah, I hope Mars will come back too. soon. Yeah, me too. Okay, so to start off, how has everyone's week been in Keyforge? How about you, Mr. K-Pop? Yeah, my week has been on summer vacation. No, but I've been, I've been, I actually found one really cool deck that I'm in love with. And people are probably going to meet that deck in the league. So I'm really excited. Um, how much did you pay for it? Uh, that's a rude rude question i'm sorry um <laughs> no, I, my, I, put some, my... I put some money in it but okay. that's that was um in my opinion totally okay okay my my question was more was it a discovery or was it a you found it and and, and, and bought it second hand it was it you was bought on second hand yeah. i was i uh i got interested of some some cards that i really wanted to have you know the way i how i have mentioned before that i i i love certain cards just their thematical or design in itself and then i was like i want to have a deck with these cards and then i just started to search and then i found one and and uh, and i was happy that i f- also found a way to contact the owner and we came to agreement and most likely i, I should uh, i should get it this week or next week so just before the deadline so that I have, uh, you know, the ownership picture ready to the uh, league. So that's that's been the thing for my week. Um, that one beautiful deck, which people will uh, probably see. And can you spoil? Can you spoil one of the cards that really made you want to get the deck? Um, well, obviously everybody's uh, favorite captain Val Jericho. Ah, okay. Mm. I, Does I it have really... a um, Trojan Sauropod in? That's my <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's actually a VZ deck, a World Collide deck. I I I didn't have any really good VZ decks, so I was also that was one of the ideas behind searching a deck for a VZ. So I'm happy that I found one which I'm truly really happy. So um yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be so much fun. Hopefully, mm-hmm. people won't ban it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you have other decks you... I want to ban. So, I know, so <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how people will ban. That's certain. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, and just in case people, sorry, just in case people were, were wondering, VC in Swedish is, is WC. Um, Wars Collide, the Swedish is, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry, is, my bad. Is, no, that's fine. It's, it's, a, it's a quite a confusing language. So. Uh, what about <laughs> you, Jason? What have, uh, was your Keyforge week been? I have had a pretty good Keyforge week. I have played a couple of games i have continued to play a bit of kiraken but my big news is that i made it through to round two of the summer cup which i am so incredibly chuffed about because i i scraped through to the top 16 after the group stages um the (laughs) the the most of my uh points came through because i had a buy which I was a bit surprised that that still counted, but I wasn't going to complain. I was still in the cup. And then I was paired up with uh, the number one seed. I was 16th seed and I beat Lardan 7 3 0. Um, oh, nice. Which Woo-hoo. was, uh, Woo-hoo. yeah, and I was I was a bit surprised by it, but I, I had the luck of the draw and I was a little bit tactical with my banning as well. So I banned decks which haven't been banned before. So, um, well done, well done. Yeah, I'm really, really pleased with that. And a couple of combos uh, paid off there, which I won't be talking about tonight because I'm looking to go a bit further in the cup. So I don't oh. want to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're sneaky. Uh, I, I'm just I'm opening not... up here about my deck that I have fixed, which is like, I, th- <laughs> I, I think it's really great and it's going to be in my league lineup. And here we have Jason. Oh, man, <laughs> the casual player. Mr. K-pop. <laughs> Playing Actually, it close play- to the chest. Both of you are up in like the, the the top league at the moment. I'm I, I'm I'm in silver. You know I'm 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 get, I'm getting up there, but a summer cup victory would would keep me going for a while. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I totally respect it. It's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I've got my uh, second game tomorrow. So uh, if I don't talk about the summer cup anymore, it's because I got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting to the next episode eagerly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for, for myself, uh, I haven't had so much Keyforge this week. I was traveling to the west coast of Sweden for a week. I just came back to Stockholm yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. I did actually order a display of mass mutation because I figure I need, I don't have enough. I only had 10 mass mutation decks, I think. And I've, I think you have a good chance of getting good decks in mass mutation. Yeah. So I got I got a display today. I opened one deck, which was nothing amazing, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe I will find in the eleven in the other eleven decks, I will find something good. Uh, Have you played the the deck that you opened? No, I haven't. I I opened it today. Um, okay. It's I've got... actually got a mass mutation I want to test. If you want to give it a, give it a spin after this. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool, great, cool. Everyone knows what we're doing after the recording. Great, cool. Yeah, and I will commentate that game. okay um let's move on to the main topic of tonight and the main topic of tonight is uh small mini two card combos uh and all of us have uh, thought of a few car combos with two cards which are maybe that no one really talks about so all of the combos we have chosen are are combos that are not super well known, but which can take two cards that are on their own, maybe not all that special, but together can create something really interesting. Um, 
So, uh, Linus, do you want to start? Sure. I, I, um, I would need to start that by saying that I think this combo, though, which I have chosen is uh, rather known or people... It's it's not that hard to see that how it works. But anyways, I, I chose it because I really enjoy actually playing against it and also playing uh, with it. So, um, yeah, just want to say that before the, I'm revealing the combo. So the combo would be... Uh, and I'm, w- I'm wondering how to pronounce this one, actually, but we'll see. Uh, Pincerator plus Brabble. Yeah. Um, so the Pincerator, that's... Let's see here. Uh, I need to check up. Uh, take it. The, uh, uh, I think Pincerator. Pincerator. Yes, Pincerator. Yeah, that sounds better. Exactly. But I like my Pincerator. That belongs to Saurian, surely, if it's a Pincerator. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> pincerator. Oh no. Anyways, that is an artifact. It has one uh, um uh, one pip there. Um and it's an item. It says that at the end of each turn, deal one damage to each blank creature. So which the, the each turn that makes this uh, artifact really interesting so obviously this artic- artifact can combo with many different cards um, for example Rad Penny is well known with it uh, and some other stuff but for me the Brabble the Brabble was like always a card that I really hope that oh, I, need, I want to force people to really you know they need to kill it and miss 3 Amber that's that's the biggest satisfaction you can do with the Brabble right mm. um and how, like there, there wasn't that many cards that I found like that can um, rather efficiently actually do that. So I decided then, uh, well, after playing a, a lot of uh, mass mutation, um, people were writing about this uh, card, and uh, and then there was this one deck that somebody put out on Facebook uh, secondhand market, and people were like, "Hey, that's fun." And I tried it out, and that's when I realized, like, wow, this is six. This is the Brabble deck. <laughs> so Pincerator plus Brabble. Uh, so the idea here is then that the Brabble is a, it's a this creature. Pincerator is shadow card. Uh, the Brabble is a creature, this creature, and um, uh, it's an imp. And it says that when, well, this is why with my own words. So when Brabble is killed on my turn, on the active player's turn then it will uh, the opponent will lose one uh, amber however if the if the brabble dies during the opponent's turn uh, the opponent will lose 3 amber so that's really cheeky and a nice way of uh, having an amber control so these two cards in together in my opinion is really a nice synergetic uh, there's a nice synergy between these two cards what do you think guys that's a really uh <clears throat> really tough combo especially if the your opponent has really thought to make the check and suddenly they end their turn and okay that's actually you're down three yeah i have the amount of times i've played brabble praying that the opponent is gonna play some kind of board wipe um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh but i'm not sure if I've, I've managed to actually get the opponent to lose three that often with brabble yeah, that's been very rare in my experience too. Uh, I mean, sometimes it can work as sort of a board wipe insurance because yeah. it, uh, it makes probably your opponent should buy the, buy the board 
because you have a big advantage, but they may still be hesitant to do it because of Bravo. Exactly. So that that can do some work, but it's very rare otherwise that they will kill it for you. So that's really nice that you can do it consistently with this combo. Yeah, and, that, that's exactly the consistency with this combo is, uh, you know, really good. So um, um, that's the reason I like this is a fun combo because it's really annoying. The way how you can um, do anything with this combo or against this combo is either be in zero amber when your turn ends or um, like bounce it into the opponent's hand or shuffle it into into the deck. But those, you know, that those are not that common. It's not, um, to have such cards. So, and and the thing is, you you have also there's a time here. You play the brabble down. It gets the one damage, and then it's the opponent's turn, and he needs to have mm. he she needs to have the answer at that moment, right? Mm. That's the thing. So there's not even time to okay. I'm gonna wait and 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 uh, search for that bounce that I have or whatever. To just avoid it in in the right moment, so that that puts a lot of pressure. So that's the reason I really enjoy. It. I feel you've really got to pay attention to pull it off though as well, because obviously if it's the end if it's the end of each player's turn, it could obviously be destroyed at the end of your turn. So you've really got to play that well, and it can not backfire. But you you know, if the opponent has cards that control the battle line, um, and you can rearrange the opponent's battle line, those types of cards. There's some good counters for that as well. That that is um, true. Yeah. There's uh, also, for example, um, uh, some sort of healing effect mm. will then put the the order in in the opposite. So that that would mean that they would die on my turn, and obviously mm. that's not what I want. So yeah, exactly. so there's sure there's there's ways to go around it, but not that common. And as I as I said, you need to really have those cards at the moment there. So that's that's the beauty of it. I think mo yeah. most decks will not have the answer. Uh, maybe they have an answer, but it's very rare that they will have the answer on the turn they need it, like you said. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so Captain, what's your first combo? My first combo is I'm staying with this um, with under the uh, after Linus's uh, Brabble there, and I'm going with Old Yerk and Xume. And this is a really fun uh, combo, which I discovered in a couple of decks. Um, Old Yerk is a creature, is a demon uh, with five power, zero armor. And he has the play effect of choose and discard two cards from your hand. Then Exhume, it is a action card from this as well with an ember pip. Play, choose a creature in your discard pile. You may play that creature as if it belonged to the active house and was in your hand. So this is a really good house cheat and a really good way of, um, even if you've got a couple of cards where actually this would um, really be able to, this is the perfect time to play this card. This is the perfect time to deal this damage. And the other advantage with this one is that it's a house cheat and you get another creature on the board because Old Yerk is a creature and a quite a powerful creature at that. So you can play Old Yerk out, discard a couple of cards from your hand, also emptying your card, play your Exhume and get one of those cards from your discard pile back onto the board. Um, and well-timed, it can do a lot of damage. That's That's my combo. What do you guys think? 
it's uh, it's pretty nice. It's uh, it's a nice way to get some efficiency out of this as well, which has a bit of it, but usually not so much. No, exactly. All the different jerks work in in with this combo, right? So that's also nice that you have rather big chance to have this combo in your deck um, with with Exhum and uh, and one of the jerks. Um, I think it's it's actually surprising. I I, I, I didn't even think about it. So uh, that was ni- mm. nice found uh, um, by uh, Captain, in my opinion. Really cool. Yeah, mm. I actually think think I only have old Yerk in all my decks, which is why I only said old Yerk. Of course, there's the the other two as well that you can also use, but I don't think I've I've got the others. But yeah, I remember that for me at least the first impression of Yerks. It was like a little bit like meh. What is yeah. this? Uh, discarding my cards, you know. I don't want to. I want to play my cards. But the more I have played Keyforge, the more I have understood that, you know, there's always cards to discard. <laughs> the more I, the more I have played, the, 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 the more I have realized that these cards are really nice. I really yeah. like Yerks. As as uh, um, uh, Hydra just mentioned, the efficiency you get out of it is is super nice. You can set up your your hand to next turn to have a bigger chance to have a certain house in your hand and, mm. and make a bigger turn of, of those. Yeah. So always manipulating your hand in certain ways is really good. And then in it, uh, and then with this exhume, you just enhance that that yeah. efficiency already. So so it's really cool stuff. I, I want to um, see more of that actually in in Keyforge, more off house discarding. Or yeah, of open, course, discarding. Om, omni discarding, or you know, disc, disc, not not having to only discard from 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 the house. I want to see more of this, actually. Yeah, I I like cards that can do that. There are not so many, like you say. No, no. Okay, um, I will move on to my first one, uh, and I'm also staying within this, uh, and my combo is uh, hysteria and Basil. Uh, Basil is a creature, three power, common this creature from World's Glide, which has Skirmish and which says play fight, you may purge one of Basil's neighbors if you do ready Basil. And Hysteria is uh, the uncommon action, uh, which is in World's Glide and the earlier sets, uh, which says return each creature to its owner's hand. And uh, Hysteria, as we all know, it's a very powerful effect because it cleans the board completely. Um, it puts back uh, basically you, if your opponent has a lot of different houses on the board you put all of those creatures back into their hand and which can clog clog up their mm. hand for many turns uh, and also if you have some play effects you get them back into your hand and you can play them again uh, but at the same time these advantages can also be disadvantages uh, because if your opponent has play abilities on the board they get them back into their hand and can play them again. And also, if you have creatures from different houses on your board, they go back and into your hand and clog your hand. So both of these things that can be good for you can also be bad for you. And here is where Buzzle comes in. Uh, because with Buzzle, you can use him to fight. Basically, each time after you play him, you can immediately fight with him because, because of his playability. You purge his neighbor and he's ready to go. And you can do it as many times as you want until you hit the rule of six. Um, mm. And uh, basically, this way you can fight to take away your opponent's play abilities. So if they have Ronis on the board, 
you can play you can play your puzzle and you can fight until all the runners are gone and then you play hysteria and your mm. opponent doesn't get the runners back into their hand uh, and also at the same time uh, you can when you purge your own friendly creatures if they are your worst creatures that's good because first they are gone from your deck and second they will not go back into your hand when you play the hysteria uh, because they will be purged. Nice. So, so yeah. you can really do some nice stuff with that. And what you need to remember is a rule of six. So, if you play, if you play Basil and you want to play him a second time after the hysteria, then you can purge four creatures. If if you don't mind discarding him, you can purge and fight f- five times. Uh, but that's that's something you need to remember that uh, the the play and the and the uses all both count up to six. Um, mm, of course, yeah. Yeah, has anyone uh, had any experience with this combo? Yeah, sort of. I think so. I, I think there was one time when I was playing with TZO, I, I was just, you know, just having a good time playing my deck, random deck, and then met an VC deck, and then suddenly this happened. And I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and that that's when I realized, like, how... Good Basil is actually Basil mm. has so much potential. I Basil, oh yes. I, uh, so after that encounter, um, my my stocks on Basil rose uh, a lot, and I I, I have more respect uh, for Basil. And if I see a VZ deck with Basil, I try to see what kind of possibilities, what kind of small combos you can have, and Hysteria is a lovely one. Uh, so I, I've. I've encountered it, and I've also needed to eat that crap <laughs> because <laughs> I got all all kind of you know I had a big board, and I get all all of those into my hand, and he did all the stuff with his puzzle and so on. So yeah, I think this is um un- like a combo that goes under radar. I feel like you're dropping some clues here, uh, Linus. With your, your your new deck, what your your new Worlds uh, Collide deck might be uh, including. Uh, I haven't uh, had a uh, so much experience with this exact combo. Um, I haven't seen this combo before myself, but um, I'm, compl- I'm I'm there with uh, Mr. K-pop here with how valuable Buzzle is, and I get burned so many times by Buzzle. I don't haven't used it so much myself. Um, but uh, nice, very nice combo. I mean, I remember, I remember playing one game there that um, th- my opponent did it, did re- a really good decision. I was like, I was actually surprised. Uh, it was something like th- there was a creature on my board that needed to be killed. Like I knew he needs, to, he needs to kill it, or my opponent needs to kill it. Uh, but it's not that obvious, like. According to the board set and what my I had in my hand, the opponent might not realize it if if they are not alert. So and it's always fun to play against opponents that are really alert and can see those uh, uh, situations. And he's he's or the opponent's uh, decision was kind of hard because he had really good creatures on the board. So probably most of the people wouldn't have purged those creatures because they were so valuable for him but in that moment he needed to take away my creature i remember it, it was like like game winning moment and i was so surprised that he actually sacrificed his good creatures to really 
be able to kill it. Um, and that's that's the beauty of Buzzle. Buzzle can do that kind of stuff uh, in right moments. So it's it's actually quite hard card to dis- uh, pilot, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mr. K-pop, do you have your second combo ready? Yeah, uh, my second combo, which I, I think it's a lot of fun. I I really love it. It is um, the first card is called Vandalize. That's a shadow card. Um, it seems to be shadow seems to be my theme today. Um, it's an it's an action card, has one amber pip on it, and it says play. Look at the top three cards of your opponent's deck. Discard one and put the others back in any order. And this card in itself is already a really good card. I I really like Vandalize. Um, but then combined with Fidget that is ready on your board. Fidget is a shadow creature, two power, has elusive, it's a fairy and thief. It says, uh, reap, discard a random card from your opponent's archives or the top card of their deck. If that card is an action, play it as if it were yours. So it's super nice when you do vandalize first and you see even just one random action card or just really good, several really good action cards. You can discard one away that is not good for you at that moment, and then put that one good action card on the top of the uh, deck, and then you reap with the fidget and play that card. Super fun. And I think this is, well, for me, this came from out of the blue. I was playing, um, I was playing just random lows as deck that I had just for the funsies, and then I suddenly realized, hey, wow, wow, you can do it like that. Mm. Uh, and after that, I've um, always loved this combo. This is like one of my personal favorite combos. Even though it's, I mean, sure, Fidget needs to stay alive on the board, uh, but it has an elusive, so sometimes it does that. And, and you know, it happens thread often when I have it uh, in, in the deck. So I'm, I really like this combo. I think... Uh, uh... Fidget is not a super popular card, so probably that's why I don't see this combo so often, but it's yeah. it's quite nice. I haven't seen this combo, but the thing that comes to mind when you're talking about this combo is that perhaps this kind of mechanic of doing something with the, um, you know, rearranging your opponent's um, top cards, um, it was maybe the one of the early ideas of dark discovery combo in dark tidings um you know doing more with um your opponent's deck and manipulating your opponent's deck more and getting value out of that as well now dark discovery is a um uh that's if those of you who haven't experienced dark tidings yet it's the uh combo where you can uh if you can name the bottom two cards or the top two cards two, of your opponent's bottom deck, two cards bottom two cards of your opponent's deck you can forge a key at no cost which is a huge huge value if you can do that i mean it's free key <laughs> well you're not gonna say no to that but i just that's the kind of mechanic that i feel is is coming out of this when i see that and seeing that in some earlier sets is really nice I guess Worlds Collide was the first set, and then, well, because they no, sorry, I mean Mass Mutation with Vandalize was the first yes. set where, where they really started 
started playing yeah. with this mechanic. I can't think of many cases in the mm. first three sets. So it's something they have introduced later on, and that's that's quite interesting. Uh, yeah, I think the for me the vendor is like when I saw it first time when they released Mass Mutation, I was like, wow, ooh, you know, I have I can go and you know touch the opponent's deck and <laughs> take three cards. You know, that just the idea of it it was exciting. When I remember, I I, I was like, oh, vandalize, mm, that's nice. But it's nice to see them coming up with new mechanics uh, in the later sets as well. They're coming up Agreed. with new ideas, expanding the game. Uh, okay, uh, Captain, what is your second combo? Okay, yeah. So my second combo is uh, from Mars. And it is uh, all the way back from Kota Mars, actually, as well. It is The first card is Mind Warper. And Mind Warper says it's a two-power creature with zero armor. We're Martian scientists with elusive, and it has an action. Choose an enemy creature. It captures one from its own side. And this paired up with Ixlux, the zookeeper. The zookeeper says uh, it's another two-power creature with elusive. I love that both of these cards have elusive. And it has a reap effect that says put an enemy creature into your archives. If that creature leaves your archives, it's put into its own hand. So the one big reason I, I, I love this, there's two big reasons here, is that it's obviously, you know, you can capture Ember, even if you have a couple of other mind warpers on, on the board as well. But I'm kind of thinking up against Saurian, for example, that have a lot of, you know, can collect a whole load of Exalted Ember. Take You can take your opponent off check. Now, the other interesting thing is in the Zookeeper's text here is that you put an enemy creature into your archives. You don't destroy him. Um, of course, you don't purge him. But it gets around the destroyed keyword. And that also means that it's a counter to Perfectus Ludo and um, the other upgrade that basically any... Imperial Scudum? Scudum? Yeah, I can't exactly remember which one it is. But those the, the effects that say destroyed, all the ember on this creature goes into the common pool. So it gets around that as well. Um and so it's a really the zookeeper on its own is great but having the mind warper to be able to get your opponent off check um and get a couple of extra embers is really really fun combo i guess uh, with a mind warper it's it's nice to take an amber from your opponent but usually uh, you might not be able to get that amber right away so this no. helps this helps you get it more quickly so so that's nice yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and even if you've got a couple of um, soft landings as well, um, get these into play ready. Um, the opponent can't see it coming. But they both have elusive as well, so they've got to have a board to get rid of it if they want to counter it. Yeah, I've always loved Zookeeper. That When when I started playing Keyforge, that was one of the cards that I fell in love. I was like, oh, I love these Marsians. I love just putting mm. people into my archive you won't get it <laughs> <laughs> or for example if if opponents would have an arise in their deck and you know with those pesky these creatures you would just put them into the archive and no no you cannot arise them 
I mean, I guess with Kota, you didn't use your archives so much for yourself. So that was okay. But when you kind of come into Worlds Collide, when you have a lot more use of your own archive, it does mean that you can't use the archive for your own cards to, to save your own cards to later because there's that risk that you're going to have to give these cards back to back to your opponent. But it's a really, really, still a really good counter against that destroyed keyword. I guess also Age of Ascension has quite a lot of archive as well uh, of your own cards. Mm. So that there is also there that tension between archiving your opponent's card and your own card. That's an interesting mechanic to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one game where I used this card where it was, again, it was against Worlds Collide and my opponent was capturing every single piece of my ember on one creature, which was a, um, is it Gargantodon or, you know, what I can't remember the, uh, the creature exactly and he had the destroyed it all goes into the pool and everything and with this one effect i can get i got rid of his six upgrades that were attached to him and managed to get my ember back and he didn't see it coming which was yeah i love it when that happens in a game mm. yep yeah so that's 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 my fun little combo there okay and for my second combo, um, I have again my old friend Buzzle, and I have him together with uh, a Brobner artifact, uh, Shattered Throne. Uh, it's an artifact that gives an amber when you play it, and it has a passive effect. After a creature is used to fight, it captures one amber. So what you can do with this is you, if you have the Shattered Throne in play, you can play the puzzle from your hand and already the turn you play it, if you're willing to purge five friendly creatures, you can fight with him five times to capture five amber. Uh, or how many times fewer than five you would want to fight, basically. So it's basically a way to take your opponent off check. Even if they're all the way up to 10, you can take them off check. Uh, and then hopefully you have you have some way to capitalize on this later on. Like you might have a, a too much to protect in Shadows or or Exile in, in Saurians or something. So to, to make to to make this delay in forging pay off for you later on or some taxing effects or something uh, when they finally get that Amber back. But, but uh, it's too... I like this combo. I have a deck with it. Uh, and I think it's fun because... Both Buzzle and uh, Shattered Throne are two cards that no one likes or no one talks about. Probably Shattered Throne because it's in World's Collide Brobnor. Uh, but it, it's a fun fun thing you can do with two cards that are not so popular. So, And I always love things like that. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that too, when, when you can find small cool combos that are using cards that are not probably that popular. So I, I, I've actually met also this combo um, and also got surprised <laughs> during that game. Like, wait a minute, what is it doing? What? No, I can't forge. It's important in this tempo, in this right moment, you know. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a cool combo. I really enjoyed that one. It's probably not like the perfect one, but uh, uh, still an enjoyable one. I haven't seen that combo myself, actually. Uh, but again, it's just it's an extension of the um your the, the your first one with the buzzle um with just the amount of but thinking that buzzle can do 
which is which is really good. But that's a really nice spot because I think the the fun thing with the combo the couple of combos that you both have brought to the table here is that some of them are cross house and um, when you're looking for combos you normally look in the same house you know what 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 can what can you do in the same house but when the combos can use cards from other houses then it gets really really interesting True. and really random and really exciting exactly um yeah so i really enjoy that so i think i think that's the um our uh, how would I say? It seems like that's the common theme: cross-house interaction. Uh, some of them were in-house, also, I guess. Yeah, some of mm. them, but we were really excited about the Yerk, uh, Exume, and mm. uh, this one, Basil and Shattered Throne, and Pincerator, uh, Pincerator, <laughs> and Brabble. <laughs> yeah, the, I guess the the cross-house combos. Uh, they are the ones that uh, will not be so common. So if you find one in your deck, you may feel like you have found... you. I mean, it may be something that you have never seen before and you managed to figure it out after playing with your deck. So it's it's a part of this discovery in the game. Mm. So I think that's yes. maybe... That's why we enjoy these combos so much. Uh, it's my precious. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been our discussion of two-card combos. If you have a unique combo that you want to tell us and tell the Keyforce community about, feel free to uh, comment comment uh, in our Discord server uh, or the, the Nordic Keyforge League Discord server or uh, on Twitter or uh, or on the website. We are always happy to see to see uh, people engage with our topics. Um, and I think Jason has a quick league update. Yep, just the quick reminder: eighth of August is the deadline for deck submission. And uh, since the last episode, we have, or Jonas, I should say, uh, Jonas um, Sizox has simplified the deck submission process. There is now a form, um, a Google form. Uh, the link is on the website under the. Um, uh, the league um, menu and uh, there you can put your uh, master vault decks uh, deck links in not your decks of keyforge links your master vault deck links and that's really really important um, as well and also remember on decks of keyforge to put your ownership um, proof of ownership photo um, and link that to your deck as well and everything gets a little bit more simple there as well um, so yeah please go there and put your decks in um, there by the 8th of August and I still need to start picking my decks so uh, that's what I'm doing tonight yeah I, I still I need to go through my mass mutation box and find because I want one one new deck I think in my <laughs> yeah it's turning out to be a really exciting uh, league, and it hasn't even started yet. Really exciting season coming up. And then uh, we have an announcement for the podcast. Uh, in episode 12, we think it, it's subject to change, but in episode 12, uh, roughly around that time, we will have an episode about the Tales from the Crucible short book collection. And we are announcing it already now in case you want to read along, uh, like a book club. 
but basically in that episode we will discuss this short story collection and you I think you may get more from that episode if you have if you have read the the collection as well so yeah that's that's uh, when we will record that four weeks from now so that's if you want to read along that's when you need to be finished with reading it really really exciting that one um yeah. hopefully uh, i managed to read yeah uh i'm i'm halfway through the story is absolutely fantastic yeah i've been enjoying the ones i've read a lot as well so mm. yeah so i really recommend if you haven't and you're not sure if you should do it captain says there we go yeah go out in the <laughs> sun and uh, read a book <laughs> you nerds <laughs> <laughs> okay enough uh, bullying uh, <laughs> no i'm mostly bullying myself i'm the one who yeah. is afraid of the sun uh, <laughs> and i'm i'm the one that calls myself on the biggest nerd so uh yeah <laughs> uh, okay so yeah that was it i think uh for today jason do you want to take us out yeah i'd love to um okay so tonight has been a good uh combination of many things one being fun one being uh combos and thank you for listening along uh we hope you have enjoyed our combos and we also hope that you have uh maybe uh some experience of these combos or even some of your own combos before as well so um don't forget to come along and share those but until next week uh we want to say uh goodbye from me the captain for john and prosper thank you for listening and thanks from thanks for listening on hydrophilic attack or mr attack or just hydra <laughs> bye <laughs> see ya Sorry, guys, one second. We'll cut this bit out. You just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's like he's, he's hearing me <laughs> trying to yeah. talk, talk yeah, to we, his we wife. Are, we are distracting him from his wife. That's, uh, you know, this, uh, fam- this life, Keyforge Badlands, which we are totally ruining for, for this and now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got he's just uh he's you see what he did? He moved his uh the yeah. other <laughs> headphone yeah. too. <laughs> uh we are we are not nice. Uh, we are not good friends. No, we are not nice, exactly. <laughs> I could I couldn't stop myself. It just <laughs> uh. <laughs>